you are listening to Confession of an Esthetician, and my name is Kadeen Vedette Barakat. I am the owner of Vedette Beauty and Skincare, located in Brooklyn, New York. I am so excited to have you here with me. This podcast is all about entrepreneurship, the good, the bad, and the ugly, my life being an esthetician, a wife, mother of two, God being my CEO, and of course, everything skin. So thank you for joining me today. Welcome back to another episode. I am your host, Kadeem Barakat, and this episode is going to be quite interesting. Uh, I am talking about liposuction and my experience with liposuction. Yes, for those that are like, what? You did liposuction? Well, hold up. Let me just explain the story, okay? (laughs) But I was never the type that was against doing any type of body works. But during the pandemic, um, you know, as most of us, we all put on some weight. And if you guys know, I have two kids. My daughter is three years old and my son is one years old. After having my daughter three years ago, I snapped back pretty good. Like I was in my crop top in in like weeks. If you guys don't believe me, go on our Instagram, Vedette Day Spa. There is a photo of me wearing white in a crop top. Showing a little bit of skin and some, and I was wearing all white. It was a photo that we posted for my birthday. And yes, that was weeks after having my daughter. But let me tell you, after having two kids back to back, you know, it, it did some things and I wasn't pretty happy about it, right? And the pandemic definitely didn't help because when I had my son, it was November, We were on lockdown the ending of January, like January, February. So just, you know, I I didn't have enough time to really work out and just get back to myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, it it, it was tough. That's all I'm going to say. It was tough. So, but let nobody fool you now. You know how they say, oh, cook, um, you know, cooking is better than going out and buying food. But let me tell you, I was cooking and I was cooking every single day during the lockdown, during the pandemic. And I guess the weight, um, I put on the weight because I wasn't active. Obviously, like everyone wasn't active. The gyms was closed. Like we couldn't do anything. We couldn't even go outside, right? So I definitely blame um, the weight gain from the pandemic, but also just having my son. So during the pandemic, we were, um, I was coming to work and I was doing chemical pills for clients, right? That was the only service that I was providing because it was quick, in and out, and I wasn't, you know, it wasn't much contact with the clients. So during the pandemic, a lot of ladies that came to see me was post-surgery. And um, I started having a little interest in it. I was like, oh, you know, I'm like, oh, they, they're here like two weeks after post-surgery. And I'm like, they're walking around, they look great. So I started asking questions, and that's where my interest came in wanting to do body work. But let me just explain a little bit what I really wanted to do. I just wanted my fat taken out literally from my size, my side. You know, when you wear your jeans 
So I never had this issue before. So I hope I don't offend anyone. But I never had an issue before when when I put on like jeans or anything like that. I, like that extra fat is <laughs> like right there. Like what they call like muffin. I don't know. It's not like crazy. It's not like, you know, it's not out of control. But it's something that I was not used to. And um, so that's all I wanted done. But then when I started, you know, doing my research and stuff, there was no such thing as just doing your size. It was called 360 lipo. So I was like, oh, even better. I get like some, you know, I don't have back fat, but I'm like, oh, okay, whatever fat they get, I'm going to look real nice. Like, you know, if they can take out extra than what I want, I'm going to be fly. So no lie. I would say 99% of the ladies that came in from doing surgery, some went to this particular doctor, and I am going to mention his name shortly, and others um, that didn't go to this doctor said they will want to go and they would love to go, but he was really booked and so forth and so forth. So the doctor that I chose to go with, which was highly recommended, was Dr. Williams in Miami, 305 Plastic Surgery. Yes, I'm putting it out there. I'm going to say it again. Dr. Williams, 305 Plastic Surgery in Miami. Okay? So, I called the doctor. Not the doctor, but, you know, I reached out to the company. And, of course, you got to send, like, photos. Make it, you know, photos showing, like, your body front, back, and right to left. So I, I, you know, my husband took photos of me. I sent them in. I got a response back and they said, yes, you are a perfect candidate for liposuction, 360. But they kept saying 360 plus um, BBL. But I'm like, I'm not doing BBL because listen, guys, I didn't want to change my body. I want to go back to how I look. <laughs> so I didn't care to have like this crazy big butt or anything. I just wanted my slim waist. That is all. So every time they kept respond, re- like replying back to me, they kept saying, um, um, lipo plus BBL. Um, yeah, BBL. Like, no, I'm just doing lipo, 360 lipo. So moving forward now. Um, the next appointment that he had, no lie. So this was in April. I booked. He didn't have anything until next, the following year, November. November, guys. So listen, let me just remind you guys. So I had my son in November. We were on lockdown between January, February, right? That's when we were like on complete lockdown, couldn't go outside. I was seeing clients a little uh, month after that. So like March, about March, I was seeing clients or April, whatever the case may be. So from April, they didn't have nothing until the following year, November. So I said, okay, if that's what they have, that means he is the best. So book me with the best. And it's like, all right, they put me in. So... When they booked me now, they reached out to me. They sent me the invoice um, to leave like my deposit and all of this stuff like that. So I did that, right? But they were, t- I'm saying all of this to say because everything is going to make sense at the end. So they text me, they email me, everything until they got my deposit. Once they got my deposit, I did not hear from 305 Plastic Surgery. So I was very excited about the my appointment with him because I started um, doing more research, following his page, looking at other, they call them um, the William Dolls. I started following that, that page and just started paying attention to ladies that look like me and how they look at this. So I started really getting really excited and couldn't wait for this appointment. 
So now my, I forgot what they called the ladies, but it was my, I think my consultant, whatever it is, um, uh, whoever they assigned me to, they, my coordinator, I think that's what they call them. My coordinator, she called me and um, she just basically told me of the requirements, like basically like how many days I would have to stay in Miami after the surgery and things like that. So during that call, I asked, I said, hey, my appointment is not until next year, November. Do you have anything soon? And she said, well, somebody just called to cancel because she got pregnant. So we have an opening for June. It was, you know, June. It was um, June 23rd. So I said, okay, great. I'll take this. So that was great, right? From June, from November to June. So I was like, I was super excited. But now I'm like, oh, die. I'm getting surgery during the summertime. But I was like, I don't care. I'm getting the best doctor. Everybody recommended him. He's so booked. I need this doctor. I don't want to see no one else. Okay. <laughs> so I did not hear from this plastic surgery, this company, until, no lie guys, three weeks before my appointment. I don't know if this is all normal, but I felt that was kind of weird because I'm like, okay, I'm about to get surgery. I have not heard from this company. I know they sent me the whole um, welcome kit and everything, the do's and don'ts and what to pack, um, what to pack and the test was the test that they need, like all these, I got that from the initial appointment, but I'm like, what happened to them following up with me is getting close to my appointment. So now I started to get a little nervous because when I went, um, I create, I signed up for one of their Facebook group page and no lie, all the ladies were complaining about, um, people, um, they were changing their appointment last minute. They waited till they got to Miami and they're like, oh, we can't see you. We have to reschedule two or three days later. Um, like just a lot of crazy, crazy stories, how, you know, people was complaining how rude they were. They didn't see the doctor until minutes before their surgery. So in my mind, I'm like, this is not going to happen to me because, you know, I submit my, my, my blood results. Everything is good. They confirm. And I was like, okay, this is not going to happen to me. So I kept ignoring all of that. So I wrote the company and I said, hey, you know, I just want to let you guys know that I am flying in from New York. I'm staying for this amount of days. You know, just want to confirm everything is, you know, everything is everything. Like you guys got my test results. We're set with that. And just confirming, you know, and they were like, yes, everything is all good. We got your, um, your results. You're all set. We'll see you. I think it was June 23rd or 20, it was June 23rd. But I was coming in, yeah, it was June 23rd. But I had to go in June 22nd, the day before, for pre-op. So about two or one week before my appointment, I was getting all these text messages from like different people that's affiliated with this, with 305 Pads of Surgery, pretty much um, promoting like their Fajas. And if you buy two Fajas, you get a discount. So I was getting all these text messages from all these people. Oh, I forgot to mention too, when I had booked my my surgery, I was told from other clients and friends that got surgery that, hey, you need to make sure that you book your your um surgery. Like, sorry, not surgery. You need to book your massages. So in Miami, I had booked, um, she's called the squeeze lady. I <clears throat> sorry, I had booked her for 10 nine days. I booked her from the day after my surgery up until the day I was leaving, okay? In the process of doing that, I also booked a lady in Queens, okay, for my surgery. And I did 
I booked a package of six. So I just wanted to make sure I booked the best people because I was recommended to these people. And I'm like, you know, they're going to get booked really fast. Let me just get my appointments in now before it's too late, right? So now I go to Miami. I go to my pre-op. Oh, and listen, guys, when I went to Miami for my surgery, I took my husband, my kids, and a family friend. I took the family friend because she did surgery twice in New York. And I said, you know, let me bring somebody that's um, experienced in this that can actually help me because, I, you know, I didn't have anyone to watch my kids. And the reason why I didn't have no one to watch my kids because, you know, Caribbean family and Panamanian family, like, they're going to, you know, I didn't want no one talking about me like, oh, she leaving her kids for nine, ten days to do body surgery while her kids is out here with us. I did not want to hear nobody talking about me or complaining about watching my kids while I go to Miami to get my body done. So I said, you know what? To avoid all the drama, I'm bringing my kids with me. My husband came with me. So I booked a suite for my kids, you know, for us so that we can be comfortable with the kids. And then my family friend that came with me, um, she got a room. So when she booked her room and we flew to Miami, I, you know, come to find out parking wasn't included. So I had to pay. And when I say I had to pay, I chose to cover and take care of my friend because I'm like, she came out here to help me. So I needed at least, you know, at, at least help her out. Right. So I paid for her parking spot for the days that she was out there to help me. We paid for my parking spot at the hotel for the nine days and we went grocery shopping. Right. I'm telling you all of this, guys, just follow the story because this is going to be this is going to make sense at the end. I bought groceries for the nine days I was out there, like I said, because I had my kids out there. OK, our rental was two thousand dollars for nine days because we got the biggest car because we needed car seats. And again, I wanted my kids to be comfortable. So. Going back now, we arrived to Miami. I went straight to my pre-op appointment. Everything was good. They told me that I had to pay the balance in cash. So I, it was um, $4,000. So I said to her, um, I didn't walk with that cash on me. Can I use my debit card? She says, no. So I said, well, um, I don't have that I don't have that cash on me. And she goes, oh, well, you have to pay cash. We don't take credit cards. And I said, well, why you don't take cards if I'm paying debit? What's the difference? She's like, oh, we have too many issues with um, chargebacks and disputes. I said, okay, no problem. So she went in front to confirm that I can pay cash the next day. So she came back and she's, okay, all good. You can pay cash tomorrow. So what I did was I said, well, I only have $400 cash. Let me just put the $400, which covered the Faha, Right, the file was two fifty, and then the other um, one fifty or whatever went towards the balance. I left; everything was fine. She told me look out for a text or email, or whatever, letting me know the time of my surgery. Okay, I did not see the doctor. I just saw a lady that worked there. She was not a nurse. She was just maybe an assistant. I left, and I got a text. The text told, said that my appointment was 7 p.m. the next day. So I'm just like, Dad, that's pretty late for, for surgery. I thought surgery is early in the day. Like I just thought, I thought that was super weird. But I said, okay, 7 p.m. So now the following day, now the day of surgery, I end up wasting time. I went to like the Miami Mall and I just waste time before my appointment. Somebody in Miami stole my phone. 
I went to Macy's and I was asking the person that worked in the perfume area to, I was just showing her my phone and showing her different fragrance that I wanted to smell. And the reason why I'm saying this is because I, I want you guys to understand that I had my phone showing this lady the perfumes that I wanted to smell. Okay. I put the phone down and I'm smelling the perfumes and I, I didn't end up buying anything, right? Because they didn't have the perfume that I wanted. She was trying to sell me other perfume. I'm like, no, these are the perfumes I want to smell. Me and my husband walk away to go to the other aisle to look at shoes now. And as I was walking away, I said, oh, shoot, I left my phone on the counter. I walk back to the counter. I don't see my phone. So I'm asking the ladies that I was talking to. I said, hey, did you guys see my phone? They're all like, no. No, I'm like, how you didn't see my phone? Like I literally just was showing you the perfumes on my phone and I put the phone down. I, 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 it wasn't even like four minutes. It was probably like a minute and a half. And I was like, wait, my phone. So anyway, lost my phone. Everything was in there from my, like you guys, you already know, right? When, when you lose your phone, you're like, oh shoot. Like that's like your life, right? Because <laughs> everything is in there and I'm in Miami. So I'm like, you know what? I know you guys took my phone. I'm going to security. Went to security. I told the security to check the cameras because I know one of the workers took my phone, right? So I'm waiting for no lie. Like it was probably like an hour waiting for this dude to go through the cameras for him to come out and tell me, sorry, there's no cameras that was facing that area. So I couldn't see anything coincidentally. So now I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to take this as a sign because me, if I was in... <laughs> the right, like the real me, I would have been like, you know what? I'm taking this all, all as a sign. God don't want me to do this surgery. I'm going home, right? I'm going home. Like I'm going to change my flight and go home. So I said, you know what? Let me think positive. I don't want this to like make me angry. I want to be peaceful right now because I'm about to go do surgery. So I get to my appointment that was for 7 p.m. I got there at 6 30. When I got to the place, I went to the front desk. It was me It was me, and it was a gentleman sitting there. I guess he was waiting for someone else. I go to the counter. I told the young lady, um, I'm here for an appointment. She goes, today? And I'm looking at her like, yeah. She was like, you're doing surgery with who? And in my mind, I'm thinking, how you don't have this information? You know what I'm saying? Like, how are you going to ask me <laughs> about an appointment that you guys gave me? So she told me to sit down, have a seat. But as I'm sitting there, I'm like, the TVs were all, the music was all, they were mopping. So I turned to my friend, I said, is this normal that like I might be the last appointment for this um, surgeon? And she goes, I guess. I mean, I guess maybe being the first and the last is good. And I was like, all right, so I'm still being optimistic. So as I'm sitting there now, a young lady come out from the back. And she called me by another name. I don't know what name she called me, but I'm like, she's looking at me and I'm like, my name is Kadeen. And she goes, oh, we've been trying to call you all day. So I'm like, all day? I said, well, I lost my phone. But she's like, no, but we've been calling your husband's phone. We haven't got anyone. I said, really? You've been calling my husband's phone? I was with him all day. His phone never rung. We didn't get no text messages. I said, did you leave a message? No. I said, all right. And I said, okay, so what happened? Why you guys are trying to call us? Oh, we wanted you to come in um, earlier. So I was like, oh, well, that would have been great because then 
I wouldn't have been at the mall. I wouldn't have lost my phone. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, okay, I would have definitely loved to have come in earlier. But in my mind, I'm thinking, how are you going to tell me to come in earlier if you had me fasting? Because you can't eat. So because my appointment was at 7 p.m., I wasn't supposed to eat from 10 p.m. the night before. So if you're telling me that I'll, that you wanted me to come in earlier, that means I would have stopped eating from, you know, maybe... 8 o'clock the night before, you know? So anyway, moving forward now. So I said, okay, so what time are you guys seeing me today? And she's like, oh, no, we're not going to see you today. So I was like, what? So all I'm thinking about is all the money I spent on a damn rental, all them days I was out that I booked, the days in the resort, I mean, in the hotel, my friend, like I'm thinking about everything that I done spent money on for you to tell me like, you're not even going to see me today. So I'm like, that's already pushing back an extra day. Right. So I'm like, oh, so my friend was like, well, what time you seeing her tomorrow? And she's like, I don't think we're seeing you tomorrow. So I'm like, what? I said, ma'am, can I have my money back? And she was like, well, yeah, but that's the thing. Like, there's no one here. I'm like, there's no one here. So now I'm like so confused now. I'm like, you said you tried to call me today. I didn't get no calls. I didn't get no text messages. But when it was time to get your deposit for this appointment, you guys were sending me text messages, sending me emails, calling me constantly. But now I'm in Miami for an appointment. My surgery is the next day or the same day or whatever. And you guys not... You guys can't get in contact with me to tell me that, hey, you got to come earlier. That don't make sense to me. So I said, ma'am, I want my money back. She was like, well, no one's here to give you money back. Everyone's left for the day. So you're going to have to come back. Um, no, she said, we'll call you tomorrow. So I said, call me tomorrow. So as we're leaving now, um, the gentleman that was sitting there said to me, he said, um, listen, there was three other ladies that came before you and they told them the exact same thing. I was like, what? I said, yeah, I'm definitely coming back tomorrow to get my money back. And while I was sitting there, um, there was another lady that was there waiting for her friend. She had just did, um, I think it was tummy tuck or BBL. No, she did tummy tuck. And that girl had just finished her surgery with Dr. Williams. So in my mind, I'm thinking, well, you can't, oh no, sorry guys, I missed the part. When the lady told me that um, that he had to move my appointment up, they said because he had to leave early for his family, something with his family. But that don't make sense because my appointment was 7 p.m. I got there at 6.30. There was a girl there that came in a little, um, a few minutes after me and she told me that her friend was there to see Dr. Williams. So I'm like, if Dr. Williams left early, how is this girl coming out from a surgery that she just had with him? So I'm like, all right. So we left now. And the next day, no one called me from that, um, from 305 surgery. Nobody called me. Nobody emailed me. So I said, you know, I'm going down there. So I went down to plastic surgery, um, 305 plastic surgery where Dr. Williams does his procedures. And... It was packed with women, okay? It was women in there coming in for pre-op. There was women in there coming in from post-op. There was women coming out from surgery, from BBL and tummy tuck. It was a mess. It was like a bunch of sardines. It was a mess in there. You got women sitting on their knees because they couldn't sit on their butt. You got women looking like 
in pain, like they were like about to die type pain from doing um, C-section. I just feel like, no, I'm sorry, not C-section, um, tummy tuck. But I just feel like there should have been a separate room for the woman that's coming out from recovery. There should have been a room for the woman that did BBL, that can't sit on their behind. Like, it, I just felt like it was so disgusting in there and it was such a huge turn off. But let me tell you one thing. When you go on their social media, you don't see half of that. The woman that I seen, women and girls that I seen in there was not the woman and girls that they post on their page at all. Mm. So that's what pissed me off too. Cause I'm just like, we're all on social media looking at these surgeons before and afters and seeing who looked like us and how they look after, you know, just to get an idea how we would look and they and how they do their work. And None of those girls look like me. So I'm like, what are they portraying online? Anyway, I don't want to lose track, guys. So I walk in there and I go to the desk and she's like, how may I help you? I said, well, I had an appointment yesterday that was canceled and I'm here today today to get my money back. She looks at me and tell me, you're not getting your deposit back. So I was like, what? (laughs) No, ma'am, I'm getting my money back today. And she's like, there's no refund. And I said, so you mean to tell me that I flew from New York to Miami, appointment that was booked a month in the, I mean, a year in advance, okay? And you tell me that I'm not getting my money back because you guys canceled my appointment and expect me to stay an extra two, three days because they still didn't give me a date for the surgery. So I was like, nah. And she's, she pulls out the paper that I signed at the pre-op because they have you fill out tons of paper before at pre-op. So I'm signing all these things. And at my pre-op appointment, I was telling the lady, I said, listen, you want me to initial and sign my name on these papers, but half of these things I need to talk to the doctor about. She goes, oh, just sign it. You'll talk to the doctor tomorrow. But I'm, and I told her, I said, I didn't feel comfortable signing a lot of things because I'm like, a lot of things wasn't clear to me and I needed to see him. So when she pulled out the paper, it's like, well, you signed it and it says right there, no refund. Let me tell you guys, Brooklyn came out of me. KK came out of me. I was not leaving that place without my money. And the money that I wanted back was my deposit, um, which was $250. Listen, I don't care if it was a dollar. I wanted my money back. And then my $400 cash that I left at pre-op. So I said, so she's like, oh, we'll give you back. Um, no, she wasn't even talking about giving back anything. She was just saying, I'm not getting my deposit back. And I was like, listen to me. You are giving me my money back today. I am not leaving this place without my money. I said, you know what? All the Oh, so then she comes and she's like, oh, um, well, uh, we'll give you back your $400, but we're giving it to you in check. And I said, oh, hell no. Hell no. I gave you. in cash and I want my $400 in cash back today. And she's like, no, we're giving it to you in check and your $250 that you left a deposit for the appointment, you you can't get that back. So I said to her, so I made a whole thing. I didn't, I didn't cuss. I didn't like, you know, I didn't do none of that. I didn't act out of character, but let me tell you, I told them I wasn't leaving without my money. That's my friend was <laughs> my friend was carrying on. She was cussing. And honestly, I didn't need her to do all of that because I was right. You know, I was I was the one that was in the right because I didn't do anything wrong. I did everything I was supposed to do. You guys are in the wrong and you guys should just, you know, give me my money back. So now I'm pissed because I done spent all this money out in Miami 
not even doing surgery. So I'm like, hell no. So I told the woman that I said, listen, do you understand how much money I said I paid to come out here? I put this appointment a year or so in advance and I fly to Miami for you to tell me you're not going to see me. You don't have a date and I'm not getting my money back. Oh, hell no. So now as I'm going back and forth with them, there's ladies now complaining about yeah, my cousins are back there. Tell my cousins to come back. They're having complication back there. It was a woman that she had two cousins back there. And I don't know what happened, but she was just like, my cousins are back there and, and there's some complications and I want them to come out. We will be going somewhere else. Then there's another woman that was telling me that she got her BBL done the day before and they did the same thing to her. They said that she flew from Canada and they told and she didn't get to see the doctor until days later. She said, and when she came there, they canceled her appointment. The same thing they did to me. And I said, and I looked at the house and and you still did the surgery? Hmm, you good. Because me, I would ask my, you know, like I was doing, asking for my money back. Then there was another girl. So while I'm pissed, I'm there consoling this next chick because she's telling me that she did the same surgery with Dr. Williams. And she was like, she's in so much pain. And it wasn't normal pain. She said, even her, her the lady that was doing her massage told her to go get a check because it didn't look right. Whatever. Whatever was going on there, it didn't look right, she said. She showed me the photos and I was it looked gross. I mean, it was bad. But I don't know if that was normal. So I was like, just continue doing your, your massages. I know it's really painful after lipo. You know, just do it. She's like, no, the lady even told her to go back. So she's crying. And I'm like, it was, let me tell you, it was a mess in there. So I said, listen, I am not leaving this place with no check. So and then I said to her, I said, listen, just like you wanted me to give you cash, I know you guys have cash back there because every it's about 30 girls in here and I know every single one of them paid you guys in cash. So I want my cash back. So they try to like call me. Let me tell you, half my body was over the counter because I was like, listen, I wasn't going to hit nobody. I wasn't going to curse nobody out. But what I was going to say is just give me my money and I can leave peacefully. So the girl like, oh, oh, you yelling at me, get out of my face. And I was like, listen, I don't even know who you are. So the person that I gave my cash to, please have them come out and talk to me because I don't even know why I'm having this discussion with you because I don't know who you are because I didn't give you my money. So whoever I gave my money to, please ask them to come out here and talk to me. So they tell me to have a seat in the back. So they bring me to the back now in a room. So I'm sitting in a room and... I'm like, it's a minute go by. You know, I'm impatient now. I'm like, a minute go by. And I'm like, all right, nobody's coming in. Why they even have me in this room? So as I'm walking out the room, there was a guy in the hallway. I guess he knew what, everything that was going on. And he's like, oh, no, someone's coming. Have a seat. So I sat down and I'm like, all right. So as I sat down, another woman comes in and she gives me a check. She gave me a check for $400. Because what happened was... They told me that they were going to mail me my check. I said, oh, hell no. I am not leaving Miami to expect you guys to send me a check. You guys don't even answer your phone. That's another thing, guys. They don't answer their phone. Once you book an appointment, you can't get nobody. No, You send them emails. They do not respond. And this is all after they get your money. So I said, I said, I, mm, nah. I told, oh no, I'm sorry. So when she gave me my check, four hundred dollars, I said, where's the two fifty? She said, oh, how did you pay? I said, I paid with my card. And she go, okay, one second. So she goes outside, and then she comes back in, and she goes, okay, um, oh no, no, no. What happened was when she came back in, the other girl that told me in the front, 
that I wasn't getting my money back, she came in the room with her and she goes, didn't I tell you that you're not getting your 250 back? So I storm out the room in the front. I'm like, we're not going to have this conversation in private. Everybody needs to know what's going on now. <laughs> so I went back in the front where everybody was. And I was like, you are, and I'm clapping my hand. You know, when you get like, when you start clapping, I'm like, you are giving me my money today. <laughs> I was like, I am not leaving. You know, the, the, the clap, when you start clapping and your head go to the side, I'm like, I am not leaving here without my money. Give me my money today. And I was like, wow. So now another woman comes to the front and she's like, okay, ma'am, calm down. Tell me what happened. So I'm like, well, what happened was, and you know, I told her the whole story and she, and then she pulls out the papers and then she's like, oh, well, you signed this, you signed that. I said, I don't care what I signed. Okay. I don't care what I signed. I want my money back because you guys canceled my appointment. I flew all the way from New York. Like, I, you know, I'm telling the whole story all over again because whoever just walked in, I want them to hear what's going on too. So now she tells me, oh, from my understanding, during your, during your pre-op appointment, you said that you was concerned and about the, the incisions and the pain that you was going to experience at the... I was like, excuse me, you are not about to pull this okie doke on me. So now what she was trying to do was basically try to make it seem like I'm pulling out. And because I'm trying to pull out, I'm trying to say like, oh, you know, like I'm trying to like, you know, get my money back because I'm afraid to do the surgery. But what happened was in the pre-op, which I forgot to mention, in my pre-op appointment, I sat with another young girl. I don't know who she was. She wasn't a nurse. And she basically had me pull out my pants and then tell me, um, she was like, you know, just telling me what I'm doing today. I mean, what I'm going to do and how many incisions I'm going to get. So I said, to, she told me I was going to get 12 incisions. So I said to her, well, damn, why I need so much incision? Because I know people that were heavier than me that got 12 incisions. And I'm like, I'm not even half their size. So I'm like, why do I need 12 incisions? And she's like, well, that's how he does it. Because he has this thing called the OG shape. So I'm assuming the OG shape is supposed to have 12 incisions to get that OG shape that he does. But I was like, nah, I said, I really need to talk to the doctor because I really don't think that I need 12 incisions. And the reason why I was stressing that is because I have a friend that did the surgery with him and she had 12 incisions. And it's very obvious, like... There's it's not areas where you can hide. Like even she said, she was like, she's not happy that she even did the surgery with him because um, the incision looks really, really bad and it started to keloid a little bit. So I was showing, I was expressing my concerns about that. So now when I'm trying to get my money back, they're telling me that, oh, I was trying to cop out because I was saying all of that in the room. Like I said, you're not going to do that to me today because I have the right to ask questions because I'm about to do a surgery and I have the right to have the doctor answer these questions before I make any decision. So you know what she said to me? You're right. And she said, I'll give you your money back. I said, okay, thank you. But guess what now? The car that I had used to make this deposit, why I lost in my mind, I haven't, not even in my mind, I have not seen this card in months. So when I turned to my friend, I said, oh my gosh, they want the card that I used to refund me. I said, but I don't know where that card is. No lie. Why? As soon as I opened my wallet, why the card was there? The damn card. And don't listen. I'm, I don't wear glasses. I'm not blind. I'm not, I don't have no issues with my sight, 
But let me tell you, I have not used that card in months because I couldn't find it. So all of a sudden, I open the wallet, the card is in. I don't switch wallets. I have the same wallet for years. I'm like, <laughs> I hope you guys are laughing with me because this story is so funny. It's so crazy. And all I have to say is I gave her my check. I'm sorry. I gave her my card. She refunded me. I said, can I get my receipt? Thank you. And I left. And I went straight to the bank to deposit the card, the, uh, the check because I'm like, I don't want this check to bounce. I don't know what's going on. So if it bounced, I'm still in Miami and I'm coming straight back to them, right? <laughs> so um, all that to say is that I didn't have much of a good experience. I did not leave with a banging OG body. I came back to New York looking the same. <laughs> I ended up staying in Miami. I did end up changing my flight uh, to leave a few days earlier. So I, I, I saved um, on hotel for a few days. Um, I didn't get my money back for the rental. And I enjoyed Miami with my family. So I made it a vacation. I did end up opening my schedule because I had closed out two weeks. I opened my schedule. I came back and was booked and busy. So... The moral of the story is God intervened. I felt like God didn't want me doing that surgery and he intervened. That's all I'm going to say. He definitely intervened. And after I told my family I wasn't doing it, everybody was super happy. When my friend, when I told her I wasn't going to do it, when she, you know, because she came with me, so she saw everything that happened. So after she left, me and her, me and her was talking and she goes, Kadeen, um, I'm going to tell you how I really feel. I know you're going to probably like unfollow me, not talk to me anymore, but I show my sister your photos. I show my boyfriend your photos. And I'm like, she's like, why is this girl in Miami to do surgery? What does she need surgery for? Her friend was, I mean, she said her sister was like, what's she out there for to do her hair? And <laughs> I was like, excuse me. So everybody, my whole family was talking about me, like Kadena's bugging. She go to Miami to do surgery. She only no surgery. She needs to go work out, change her diet, and that's it. So everybody was happy that I decided. Well, not I decided, but they were happy of the outcome of everything. And I also was happy. I was able to really just relax and enjoy my family and my kids. And um, that's pretty much the end of the Oh, so what happened after all of that? Now, as soon as I got back to the hotel, you know, remember, I had booked the, the squeeze lady which the which is the massage post op people, I I call I sent her an email letting her know like hey you know I told everything that happened and she canceled you know she said no problem you don't gotta pay anything but she kept um she kept like sixty dollars and gave me back the rest because I had prepaid for um, nine nine massages so that was nice to her but the woman in um in Queens I gotta find her page. And I'm going to tell you guys another time her page because she was very, very nasty. Let me tell you guys, I was booked with her maybe like two weeks later. So I gave her enough time. You know, that's how I felt. I felt like I gave her enough time to let her know what was going on. And let me tell you, her husband gave me hell to get back my money. She even involved her husband and had me dealing with her husband. And it was a mess. She did not want to gain back my money. I thought it was unfair. They asked me for, they wanted to see get a letter from the doctor saying that it was canceled. But but you guys heard the story. What letter I'm getting from them? They didn't even send me an apology email. So I'm like, listen, the only thing I have is a refund check. 
So I send him the photo of that. Then now her husband tells me days later, because I didn't get no refund still, he tells me he wants a, a screenshot of my bank statement showing that um, they refunded me the deposit. So I was like, dude, he's asking for so much. But because I wanted my money back, I said, you know what? I'm going to send it. I sent it. They still didn't give me my money back. And somebody on social media that has a huge following is the one who highly recommended this place. So that's what I be telling my friends. Like, you guys can't be going on social media promoting people knowing that they have bad customer service, they their work sucks, they, you know, like you can't be promoting people and you know like they don't deliver. Like they don't deliver what we expect them, you know? So all that to say, people need to be careful who they promote it online because you got people that's actually looking and will take your suggestion and your advice and your recommendation and then have a bad experience like I did with all with everybody, with the surgeon. I didn't even get to see the surgeon, but you know, the, the plastic surgery place, the um the the massage lady. So they ended up giving me my money back after I kept harassing them. Because they're going to tell me, oh, they don't give refund, but I can book for another time. Ma'am, I'm not doing no surgery, so I don't need to come to you to do anything. Anyway, I got my money back with that. And um, that's pretty much it. So I just want you guys to just, you know, when you're deciding on who, what surgery or surgeon you're going to see, please, 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 please do your research. Don't only focus on the results that you've seen online. Because people post what they want to post. They're going to post the best of the best, okay? So do your research. Follow those um, sur- those surgery Facebook groups, those, group- those groups Facebook pages that, you know, solely talk about, like, you know, surgery. There's a lot of real people that do surgery and talk about the experience. They show photos. Please follow that. And just follow your intuition, Okay. So when I came back to New York, because of that experience that I had, I made a promise to myself I am going to work out. So every morning I get up at 5 a.m. I'm I'm getting tired just even saying that. (laughs) Like, I be so tired, but what motivates me is what I experienced in Miami. And I'm going to do my part to get the results I want so I don't have to go that route. But I'm not knocking on one that do want to go that route. But for me, I felt like God really intervened and how much more signs do I need, right? I think that was enough sign for me. So I hope this information helped you guys. I just want you guys to be careful out there. Don't follow what you see. Don't try to be like nobody. Don't try to look like nobody. Just be the best version of you and do whatever is going to make you happy. Don't do anything to please anyone else. Well, I hope this episode was enjoyable. (laughs) I hope you laugh and I hope you got something great out of this. So I want you guys to follow me on social media, on Twitter at the dad day spa. If you like episodes like this, please do comment, send me an email, send me a DM, let your girl know what you guys want to hear. And I will talk to you guys next week. Toodles. Got to do